Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to another Cracker Classics. Yay. Where these two white guys. Pasty, pasty white. We watch old movies and. <sighs> That's the gist. We watch an old movie and we sigh. But in most uh, cases. There's a lot of rubbing the forehead. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> things like that. Mm-hmm. And today should be no exception. Yeah. Yeah. This week we're watching A Clockwork Orange. Which is cringy for a number of reasons. Yeah, but not I'm still... just Not just because it's old. <laughs> I'm still excited to watch this, though. This was a favorite movie of mine for a long time, I... but I haven't seen it in years. There is still... Yeah, I, I like this movie. Love the book, Historically. Too. I could not read the book. No? I just couldn't wrap my head around that dialect and... It's tough at first, yeah. and then the more that you commit to actually forcing yourself to read it as you go along, you actually understand and pick up stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't make myself do it. It took a bit for me to finish reading it. I have a hard enough time with the movie. It's just... <laughs> I feel like it helped reading the book first and then watching the movie. I can imagine. There was enough that Kubrick did to honor the book and its uniqueness and i really appreciate that there's a lot of themes in this movie that are somewhat heavy and real yeah and they're approached in a really real way despite it being a very cringy way it's what makes it so real Uh, yeah yeah my question though is this is what people in the late 60s early 70s thought the future was going to be like how does that play out now yeah, that's a good question. Knee-jerk reaction is it's a bit off. Well, yeah. Milk bars are starting to become a thing. Apparently. I'd heard about that. Yeah, that's um, a little weird. We have expanded milk in the past <laughs> 50 years. Now we have so many different kinds. But, yeah. Um, we don't really have the roving gangs of violent codpiece wearers. We sort of have roving violent gangs, but they definitely do not wear cod pieces. You'd think they would, though, because they're inadequate. <laughs> they're compensating for something, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, no, it just doesn't have that feel to it. No, because our roving gangs of violent people are uh, mostly politically based these days. And they're not really, like, gangs that are yeah. causing a muck all over the place. But there are some groups of people in this country right now that are well, would really very much like to commit a lot of violence. Yep. But they don't for <laughs> undisclosed reasons. The difference here is that for these guys doing all their sex and violence, it's really just something to do. Yep. It's fun. There's no real message to it. There's no political agenda they're trying to set. It does. I mean, I always figured there's a valid point here behind, like, giving kids something to do. Because if you don't, they do turn into roving bands of codpiece-wearing, violent, milk-drinking jerks. (laughs) You're saying drinking milk is bad. It leads to bad things. Well... Is it a gateway um, drink? 
it was a white power symbol for a while. So uh, uh, that's true. Um, didn't think about that related <laughs> to this story. I don't know if it is related to this story, but uh, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing but white people in this movie, if I recall. I'm not sure that's correct. I could be wrong and misremembering. I mean, it's primarily white people. Oh, yeah. But I think there's a black cop at one point, if I remember right. Okay. But I might not remember right. So we'll see. Because I haven't seen this movie in at least a decade. Yeah, it's probably close to that for me, too. I'm definitely not the same person I used to be when I found this funny. Well, I never found this funny. <laughs> um, there's some amusing Certain parts to aspects it. of it. Yeah, not everything. I mean, yeah, but I used to be a different person. <laughs> well, we all used to be different. So it would be interesting to see how we feel about this now, after having watched many other movies that made us cringe, and we did not go into them knowing that we liked them. Yeah. This should be interesting. Um, yes. Let's uh, go taint our memories of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Remind us how horror show we were. Yeah, see how regretful <laughs> we feel about our past decisions. <laughs> Which, as I understand, is kind of the point of the book, but not so clearly made in the movie. Not having read the book, I don't know. But... There was that final chapter yeah. that they cut out of the American version because America sucks. And it really changes the whole point of the story, that last chapter. The idea that you do mature and grow out of it. Yeah. You know, he went through the treatment. Yep. Got, quote, cured, and it ruined his life, and then he was suddenly cured of the cure. Yep. And went back to his old life, but then was bored with it. Yeah. And didn't want to do it anymore because he was growing up, and yep. time moves forward. That was cut out of the American but he also recognized how important it was for him to go through that period. If, mm-hmm. By my understanding, having not read it, just read things about it, it was <clears throat> very much a, whew, I was a little piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm glad I was a little piece of shit, and Hindsight. I want my kids to be little pieces of shit, too. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> you learn a lot being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? A... You kind of, yeah, I'm... I, I agree with that. Yeah. I learned a lot being a little shit. There's a maturity message to the book that is just not in this movie. Mainly because yeah. Kubrick was using the American publication to write the script for the movie. Uh, and all the Brits were like, what the fuck is this? You're missing a really important part of the story. <laughs> well, that's America for you. Yeah. We're always missing the important bits. We always think we know better. And we're going to fix it for you. But we're often operating on incomplete information. Or just pride. Smug. Usually comes from incomplete information. Well, (laughs) so true. (laughs) Shall we go get some complete information? In as much as we can from this movie. Okay. We we will try. Hooray! We'll be back for the intermission impressions and a little of the old and out. I do not consent to that. <laughs> then why are we watching this movie? <laughs> well, I'm still laughing at it. Is it still a horror show as you remember? Uh, yeah, no, this movie's great. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, there's cringe stuff, but <laughs> shit, it's real You're and it's... supposed to be cringing. Yeah. Like... 
That's sort of the point of this. It's yeah. just that in-your-face reality of shit. And, yeah, maybe uncomfortable to watch. But damn, is it not real? Yep. Even if it is all futuristic, it's also not. Yep. It's um, very prescient. Yeah. No matter what time you're you're in, like it's it's timeless. I, I have a few issues. They're kind of minor, and I could be totally wrong about them too. Okay. There is Alex's humanity throughout this. It's sort of an inadvertent uh, humanity, a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. It's also still kind of there, and I don't know if that's a flaw in the story or just. Adolescence and it's still. Oh, it's necessary. Adolescence. Like, if he wasn't human, the story wouldn't work. True. But there was stuff like he inadvertently saved a girl from being raped by deciding to beat up Billy Boy and his gang. That was like a compassionate moment. No, it wasn't. In a way. No. It was very unintentional, I would Not imagine. Not at all. He just. He was in the mood for violence, and the boys were there to be beaten on, and the fact that. A girl got away was entirely incidental. Fair enough. <laughs> Very fair enough. Um, there was the home invasion and the rape. Yeah. Seeing that again, it just felt very senseless and mechanical. Yep. And was that the intent? Yep. Okay. I think so. I don't know. I've, I haven't have been privy to any sort of a rape in real life, thank God. Yeah. Um, there was like an inauthenticity to it I don't know I get what you're saying it felt like we're doing this because the script says so Uh, but not in like a really bad way like we've seen in some movies where people do shit because it's in the script well it's more we're doing this because this is how our characters are designed okay it's not that the script says so because the script says so makes people act against their, or makes characters act against their nature. Mm, yeah. This is very much in their, their nature. nature. Yeah. It is senseless, brutal, violent, unnecessary, with no real motivation other than to perform violence. Okay. I think it was just debauched and atavistic enough for me to not respond to it properly. Like, it was so in character that it made me feel like it was out of character or something. Um, the, the gravity of that scene, I guess, it still has that, that effect of desensitizing you. Uh, I wouldn't say desensitizing. That's not the right and word, no, but... Like, I kind of get what you're saying. It's just so over the top as to be unbelievable. Yeah. I think that's like a self-preservation technique in your brain, yeah. honestly. Okay. <laughs> like, right. it's so brutal and awful, you need to make yourself believe that it's not realistic. Fair enough. That's my humanity coming out, I suppose. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for humanity. Yay. Um, yeah. But then right after, they're in the milk bar again, and that woman is singing of Ode to Joy. Yeah. And then he has this, like almost cathartic human moment of the awe of beauty. Yep. And teaches Dim some manners and stuff. And there's like a dichotomy there of, yeah, I just raped a woman, but I still have this appreciation for well, she wasn't culture singing and beautiful Beethoven. stuff in life. Is it just because it was Beethoven? And, and he he's Pavlovian. Kind of, a little mm. bit. Spoilers, he's Pavlovian. She, she was doing something he liked, so... True. She was deserving of respect. 
because the girls in the music store the next day, they're like, do you like this poppy band or this poppy band? And he's like, no. no. <laughs> I'm only here to score with you. I'm going to show you what real music sounds like, and we're going to fucking fast motion to the William Tell Overture. <laughs> so really, it's all just a self-centered yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. It's I absolutely only like it. self-centered. I'm only going to like you if you cater to what I like. Uh-huh. That actually makes a lot of sense in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of self-aggrandizing where Alex is concerned. And, of course, that's our point of view because he's the narrator. Yep. Everything is through his eyes. It's like a film noir style of every scene that we see, he's in it. Yep. With a one exception, I think. When she's calling the cops in the, uh, the farm, we see the phone call before he goes in the room. still in it. But, yeah. Because we're aware of the fact that he's sneaking in through the window outside while she's on the phone. Right. So but that does let us know the that the cops are on yeah. the way, but he didn't know he's that. He's not visible in this scene, but he's in the he's scene. He's in the scene, yeah. But we did um, learn something that yes. he didn't know. Yeah. So it's not an entirely first-person point of view. Yeah. But it's damn close. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have a bunch of useless, stupid adults. Yep. The woman at the health farm is about the only one who wasn't completely stupid. Uh, yeah, and she was still pretty stupid. Yeah, that's why I said completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we... Oh, God. <laughs> the stereotypes that the adults represent in this movie yeah. are just... I mean, we start off with the drunk that they're going to beat up going on and on about law and order, and there's no law and order. Kids and, these days. Yep, yeah. yep. And then we've got the uh, the schoolmaster. I don't understand. You've got a good home, good parents, a good brain, me grabbing your dick. Um <laughs> He's Why not, aren't you a better person? <laughs> he's, he's not the schoolmaster, isn't he? Like his counselor or probation officer something or something. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Kind of get the vibe. There's some sort of program in place to try to get these unruly kids some order in, in their lives. Oh, well, yeah. But it's a completely inept, pathetic waste of government money because it doesn't do anything. Well, it's not just that it doesn't do anything. It's that that system attracts the kind of people that are going to show up at your house and grab your dick. True. Very true. <laughs> it's, you don't get the kind of people that you need for that program because they're not the kind of people that want that, that like are capable of doing that job mm -hmm. in the way that satisfies the outside observers. Because the outside observers don't give a shit if you're reforming the kids. They just want you to discipline them. Do something about it. Yes. Us. Like, outcome is not their goal, process is. Mm -hmm. They want these kids to be disciplined and corralled and beaten into submission. Mm -hmm. They don't care how the kids feel about the process at all. It's kind of or like us. What's we want being change done. in the world, but we have no idea how to make that change. So we just pound our fists on the table going, this needs to change. Well, but we're not actively setting up systems to try to solve the problem. Well, true. And then ignoring the fact that those systems are not solving the problem. But compounding the issues. Yes. We're saying that these aren't working. We don't know what will work better, but this is not, and we need to do something else. True. It all causes uh, room for homoeroticism, though. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's so much of that in this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, Even the police interrogation had a little bit of that. A little bit? <laughs> oh, man. The way that guy looked at Alex, yep. like, and then beat the shit out of him, because, like, I can't fuck you, but I can pound you with my fist. And that lets me touch you. <laughs> I get to touch you in a socially acceptable manner. Do you want to beat him up, too? We'll hold him down. <laughs> It's one of the most unspoken but blatant things in this movie. Yep. And I don't know what it means, honestly. Is it just another facet of the debauched life on display here? Or is it just purely coincidental? Oh, I feel it's like a showcase of the repression channeled in a way that society finds acceptable Mm. coming up against that in a fashion that has not been pounded into something societally acceptable yet. True, because for pretty much all of this movie, there's a lot of human qualities. Not exactly the most positive in some cases, like supreme violence and aggression and stuff. Yeah. And they're not normally accepted by society, especially in this time and, you know, the yeah. early 70s in the UK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's put on display. Yep. As a, well, society may not approve, but it still goes on because we're human beings. And that's what it is. And because it's it can't be expressed in any positive manner, in any truly positive manner. In an acceptable way to society. No, the acceptable way is violence. But you have to do the violence... <laughs> To the right kind of people. Mm-hmm. That's it, isn't um, it? Yeah. Who are the right kind of people in this movie to do the violence unto? The kids that are acting, that are responding violently to the violent culture in which they've been raised. Okay. That makes Because the they're not sense. doing violence right. They're doing it to random people, not the specific people you're supposed to do it to, mm, yeah. but random people. You have to do violence to the right kind of people. And who would then that be okay. for Alex? For Alex? Yeah. So we get a view of his home life, and it's fine. It's not like Uh, he comes... Is it it really? Compared to what it could be. You know, he could have very abusive parents, neglectful parents who aren't there. Oh, he has neglectful parents. They're just useless parents. They at least care. They just don't know what to do about him because they're useless. Yeah. Um, They could be not home at all. They could not give a shit if he goes to school. I mean, they kind of don't give a shit if he goes to school, but they at least try. They don't. That's the problem. They try more than some parents do, though. No. They he has this ideal... They whine. ...rearing. They don't try. Uh, They do wring their hands and go, what's to be done? They're like the beatnik parents. (laughs) We tried nothing. And we're all out of ideas. ideas. Yep. You're right. Not saying they're perfect. The school's supposed to be fixing him, but he won't go to school. But the school's supposed to be fixing him, but he won't go to school. But the school's supposed to be fixing him, (laughs) but they won't go to school. Yeah, they're stuck in that feedback loop. Point taken. (laughs) (laughs) The point I was trying to make was it's not... There doesn't seem to be a direct correlation between his violent behavior outside of home and what goes on at home. Aside from just a reaction to drudgery and lack of structure and not having that discipline at home where it could be put in place to make him be not how he's become. Yeah. And I get that. It's just not exactly on display. 
Yeah. You kind of had to talk it out to get me to that point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So far, I think there's really only one thing in here that I just don't like, but I understand why it's in here because of the place and time of this movie. Yeah. When he's going into prison... And he's stripping down, and the guy asks him, are you now, or have you ever been a homosexual? Yep. That's not an okay question to ask, but that was definitely a question that was asked in the 70s in England. Oh, God, yes. I don't remember exactly when homosexuality was made legal, but it was after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand why it's in here. I think it was late 70s. I think so, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Beyond that, I mean, yes, there's a lot of discomfort and some sort of cathartic reactions that can go on inside of you, but there's a reason why that stuff is presented. Yeah, it's... This is not a gratuitous movie by any stretch. It's supposed to elicit a reaction in you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's done for effect. Yeah. Those were all my notes. What did you (laughs) have? Nah, well, I got through a good chunk of them. Uh, Let's see. I, <laughs> the whole bit with the preacher in the in the prison was um uh, <laughs> which bit well a lot of uh, the whole thing but yeah. like i when he's going on about hell and how he knows hell is real because he's had visions yeah. and i'm like um i saw that shit too and they gave me drugs for it uh well, his drug I'm, was a religion <laughs> was uh, the drug he was given yeah but that's not okay. Like, it's, it's... What drug is okay? Well, it's a serious issue that we give religion this place in society, and yet the people who have what would be considered religious visions are marginalized and given drugs and forced to not be that way. Mm, yeah. Unless they're preaching. True. We do give religion a free pass. And I'm not saying that that's, that makes it okay to showcase your mental illness. And I, I don't, that's not the right, the way I want to put it. Mm-hmm. But there's a double standard there. There's a serious double standard yeah. there. The people that are actually having the visions, we lock them up, drug them until they can't think straight. Yeah. Like, we don't afford them the status and attention that we do the people who talk about the people that have the visions. Or even the ones that a certain status within the religion who say that they have the same visions. Coming from a point of someone who has had (laughs) (laughs) these sorts of visions, 90% of the people I've come across in religious settings that are preaching about having visions do not have the fucking visions. Well, true, I believe that. You can't sell snake oil if you're taking the snake oil. Yeah, there's a thing to it. (laughs) (laughs) That if you have them, you can recognize. These people do not have that. They are bullshitting because they know it will get them paid. Because the people that have these sorts of visions are not in the frame of mind to be able to monetize it. It just right. doesn't work that way. I'm sure capitalism <laughs> didn't enter into it at any point with your visions, yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Well, I definitely considered, like, trying, but then I'd be Kanye West. Um, <sighs> you No, you go down that road and it takes you some places that are just not okay. Mm-hmm. And... If you manage to amass a following doing that, 
it leads you to a point where I can be anti-Semitic and Adidas can't drop me. I can say whatever I want. Uh-huh. Because, because I nothing I say has a finger. basis in reality and y'all are paying me for it anyway. Um. <laughs> Sounds like religion. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why I have a problem with organized religion. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Monetized mental illness is not okay. No. But it was nice to have a religious angle put into this movie to kind of have that facet. It's sort of a, in contrast to the the ultraviolence and everything going on. There's ah, but still there was this violence inherent there morality. too. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my absolutely. son. I understand the kind of urges a man can have locked away from women. I didn't like the preachy part about at the end urges. of the book. <laughs> but the Bible itself is inherently violent. And he says, oh, oh I enjoyed oh, yeah. reading the parts where, you know, I went back to the handmaidens and chambers and killed guys. And I didn't yeah, like the yeah. preachy parts at the end of the book. No, no, that, that, that sucked, but... I was just pointing out that contrast. Flog, flogging Jesus was great. Sleeping with the handmaidens, great. Going to war, great. Which is... One interpretation of the Bible. Well, it's in there. It's definitely in there. It's part of the content. That's why it's banned in parts of Utah. <laughs> I still think that's hilarious. Isn't it? <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, there's a vein of morality in this movie that I feel kind of misses the mark, but I, I want to finish I don't the think movie so. to fully get that. Mainly because of that last chapter in the book that's omitted that kind of brings things full circle. Well, it has... That yeah, in my no, brain. that does need to happen. But so far, it all makes sense. Alex is very much a product of the society he's growing up in. Which is a shit society. Which yes. is a shit society that is refusing to deal with the fact that it's a shit society and is instead blaming all of its problems on kids like Alex, who are just products of said shit society. Yeah, blaming the symptoms for the causes. Exactly. Yeah. But now we're going to fix the symptoms. <laughs> Experimental treatment. This is when things get really interesting. <laughs> As an inept government tries to do something about it. Every, and anything we can to fix the problem that doesn't involve fixing looking the at our complicity in the problem and fixing that. Anything we can do to fix the problem that keeps us in charge. Yep. Because really that's what this minister is doing. Yep. There's an election coming up. Here's this young kid who wants to go through the program. He looks good on the front page of the paper. Yep. He's well-spoken and intelligent. He'll be perfect. Nice poster boy. Yeah, young... He'll get me my votes. <laughs> young Malcolm McDowell is sexy as hell. Oh, yes. He's very cute in this movie. Oh. <laughs> Almost enough to make me swing that way. <laughs> but a lot of the... A lot of that's the fire in his eyes. I've always loved mm, that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the way he does it. Uh, yeah. He takes on this role is, is very impressive. He's he's just a, I mean, phenomenal actor. He has that magnetism to yes. him. Yes. Yeah. That he, he has that touch of madness that the preacher should have and doesn't. He worked in Caligula, too. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Why is it every time we see Malcolm McDowell, he did, there's scenes with uh, not many clothes on? Well... I'm not complaining. It's just the thing I've noticed. I was going to say, if I had that, I'd show it off, too. True. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, shall we uh, go finish? And uh, I think we shall. Get on with the treatment. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be back with our curtain call. And a cure! A cure, all right! I think I like this movie more now. I think, yeah. This is a great mm -hmm. fucking movie. It, it still tackles things that we deal with today. Oh, does it ever. Like the fact that not a single person around Alex ever treats him like a human being. No? No one. Not that he really does either, but that is him responding to the fact that no one's treating him like a human. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still a thing today with people, you know. The government does not treat us <laughs> like we're people. This government did not treat Alex like he was a person. We're also not great at treating each other like human beings this either. This is true. It's... I'm not saying that we're outside of this accusation. <laughs> Far from it. But, but it's a thing yeah. that every once in a while you need to be confronted with and be shown that, yeah, you need to be more human to your fellow humans. The way shit like this happens. Yeah. It's really, especially in this second half, everything is very soulless and lacking in humanity. And you sort of see the consequences of that as Alex starts to realize his own humanity. <laughs> Still from a very well, self-centered point of view. And, yeah, and, you know, I mean, but... that's humanity. We're all self-centered. Mm -hmm. But it's really weird to see someone like Alex be the most honest in a movie. Mm. I don't know if he was the most honest. I mean, for the most part, his parents were honest. They just honestly didn't know what else the fuck to do other than keep things the way they were. Well, all right. Just because you were a terrible person I'll doesn't mean you that. weren't honest. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying about Alex, too. I mean, he was honest in his depravity. True. And he didn't maintain his honesty after the treatment. At the end there, no. When the, when the treatment went away, he didn't. Well, that, that's true. That's because he was after, dealing with the government. Yeah, after <laughs> he fixed the treatment, and he partnered with the government to secure himself a good job at a good salary, as one does. Well, he was finally getting his back scratched. So he was like, okay, I'll do, I'll scratch your back. There was finally something in it for him. Well. And that yeah. had, he had not had that before. And that's why he just sort of resorted to taking what he wanted. Because no one was really around to offer him anything that was worth his while. Well, that's valid, and yeah. And that's kind yeah. of an issue with how adults treat kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no incentive I mean, we try to do incentive to get kids to do the right thing and what we want that, them to do. Well, that's a, it is a slippery slope. Well, we also don't, like, we give the kids things that we think they want. We don't actually bother to find out what the kids want. Right. Or even need. we don't treat the kids like human beings. Yeah. At this point, it's not even giving them needs. Yeah. Like, if I had a government guy saying, hey, I'll give you a decent job with a good salary, I'd probably be like, okay. Because guess what? I haven't really had a good job with a good salary, and I'm 35. Because it depends on what they want me to say for it. I mean, yes, there's going to be caveats. I mean, I didn't join the military because they lied to me. Uh, or they, and they wanted me to lie to them. Like, or for them? 
No, to or, them. Oh, really? Yeah, because hmm. uh, I had asthma issues when I was younger mm-hmm. and still do to some extent. But uh, I scored very well on the ASVAB. So they were like, yeah, we can get you pretty much any job you want. Um, you just can't have asthma. Wow. Uh, just tell us you don't have asthma and we'll get you in. And then once you're in, we'll take care of you. But you have to tell us you don't have asthma. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Damn government. Yep. I do have issues with the government in this movie. I have the issues with... <laughs> I mean, in general, it's just the government. I'm just trying to focus yeah, on yeah, this yeah. movie. Yes. The fact that they thought it was okay to do a treatment like this that produces feelings of a sense of stifling or drowning. Yes. Because all that they wanted to do was cut crime. Yeah. He literally said that. But they didn't want to cut crime in any way that would impact their standard of life. Well, no. They wanted to cut crime because it was a good political talking point, And in the next election, they could say, we cut crime. And then... The streets are safer. Maintain their positions of power. And then, yeah, bigger majority in parliament. Yep. Didn't matter if they turned everyone into docile people unable to defend themselves. That's really what happened to Alex. He became completely neutered to the point where he didn't even have a sex drive. And wouldn't that be like a long-term problem, you would think? Yeah. Make all of these people not get sick at the sight of having sex? You're not going to have kids to control later. Think this through. Well, I mean, you can always go the the test tube baby route. True. And I'm sure their logic behind that was, well, we're only doing this to criminals. And yes. criminals probably shouldn't reproduce anyways because they'll just produce more criminals. Yeah. I'm sure that's the logic behind that. <laughs> Quote, unquote, logic. Mm-hmm. Um, also, why didn't the government tell Alex's parents about, like, anything? They knew nothing about it until the day he was released. And why it was would in the they? papers. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Inform next of kin, hey, so-and-so's coming out of prison. Maybe you should be there to pick them up. No, no, they can catch a bus home. It's fine. All right, this is the UK. Public transportation is a more legit system out there. (laughs) That is a viable option. (laughs) Yeah, but this movie is all about the ineffectiveness of systematic oppression (laughs) when dealing with... Those who will not be oppressed. Yeah, how we approach our societal norms when all we want is to make them work for us. Yeah. Because if you were actually a decent person and went in to fix the world or try to do good in society, it wouldn't come out like this. Instead, (laughs) they just want to maintain their power. Yep. Why? I don't know. Power's a hell of a drug. It's like religion. Yep. But, I mean, if you're not going to do anything worthwhile with your power, why the fuck should you have it? He just kept drinking the Kool-Aid, really. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Kool-Aid of power. (laughs) Oh, that wine. That was not wine. That was not wine. That was definitely not wine. I mean, obviously it was drugged since he passed out in the street. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't look like wine. No. I'd have been suspicious, too. (laughs) Uh... It was definitely, almost certainly Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know why it would have had to have been. Drinking laws are looser in the UK. Oh, yeah. Alex could have totally just had wine. 
Well, I mean, how this is Kubrick we're talking about. How many takes did Fair he point. have to do for that scene? That is a very valid point. One right after the other, drinking two glasses at a time, like chugging it, a glass of wine. Had to be Kool Aid. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Malcolm McDowell would be dead if that was wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lordy. I do love the fact that Georgie and Dim became cops. Yep. They're doing the exact same shit. Yep. They're just now in a uniform and getting paid for it. Yep. And it's socially acceptable. Yeah. I've always loved that bit of <sighs> yes. commentary in this story. And they even call him little Alex, and they think he's, you know, the immature one because he's not doesn't have a job with social standing, when really they're just the fucking kids doing the same shit. Yep. It's that little bit of a maturity angle in this movie. But again, it doesn't come full circle because we don't see enough of Alex and his journey. Yes. What comes after he's, quote, cured. Yep. Cured of the cure. We just see him bouncing around in fake snow with a naked woman on his belly. Well, a Victorian audience watches. (laughs) Cheering. (laughs) But that's what you do in a government job. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is an arresting film. It produces a response. And I can see certain people not having the right response. Right's not the correct word. Uh, Having a response that they just don't know what to do with. You know, there's the shock of things if you're not open to seeing things in here and... Well, a lot of it's an unwillingness to confront the issues raised by a film like this. Yeah. When you're unwilling to see what it says about the world you live in because you're a part of that world and you benefit from the systems in place, Mm -hmm. it's very difficult. You don't want to. You have been conditioned (laughs) to feel irpy. When anything challenges your position of supremacy. Meaning you've already undergone the Ludovico technique. Exactly. And now... All that body and You're at the will of all sides. (laughs) The cops, the government, the subversive conspirators. They all know how to use you. Darth Vader. Which he was being subjected to. I mean, he was just put to work in this movie. (laughs) Julian, do this. Get the car. Get me down. Answer the door. Yeah, yes, sir. Nobody treats people like people at any point in this movie, really. Because it's the future. We already knew how dehumanized we were feeling back in the 60s and 70s. And so we had to amplify it if we're looking into the future. <laughs> was it really amplified, though, or was it just reflected? Slightly amplified, but mostly reflected. It's not an in-your-face amplifying. I don't know. Because it's... it still feels very real. And within the realm of possibility, because, yeah, that's just how we are to people. Yeah. There's at least a more humanity that people try to show each other these days. And it's kind of always been that way. You know, if something terrible happens, most people try to come together and do the right thing. Yeah. You know, tornado comes through. People can help the ones affected by it. Yeah. You know. Stuff like that. 
I have more faith in humanity than you, I suppose. But this is still a very real thing, and it's a part of our humanity. And we just have to watch for it and not fall all the way down. <laughs> I know I've done it. I know I'm self-centered. But so are all of you. I am as well, for sure. And if you feel bad about being self-centered, you can always give us some money. We like money. You you are our objects that provide us with money, right? That's <laughs> that's all. That's you what are. we're learning from this movie. <laughs> we scratch your back by providing you with entertainment. You scratch ours by giving us money. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. That's right. There's a website too, CrackerClassics.com. If you've got anything to say, if you want to tell us why you like giving us money, email us. Cracker Classics at Gmail. So too self-centered of me to think that we were done and I could just go right into the Patreon plug. <laughs> no, it was well-timed. Well done. Oh, good. Okay. I approve. I mean, we could go on for... A, <laughs> oh, we, we could put a whole series of podcasts on Easily this movie, go on. Because there's a lot. Yes. And I highly recommend watching it four, five, six times. Yeah. With time in between. Um, yeah, take the time to process every time because this is not a light movie. Mm-mm. Um, and really, I mean, I feel more affected by it this time watching it than any other yeah. time. So, like, the older you get and the more you see of the world, the more it really hits you. Yeah. Um, but on that note, thank you all for watching. Listening. That's it. But thank you also for watching this movie because you should yes. watch this movie. All right, I'm done talking. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. I thought you were done talking. <laughs>